I want to hold a book written by myself in my hands. That is something I really want to do. Um, even, even if I'm not even selling that edition, if I just print one out for me, that's something that I'll be able to just tangibly have in my hands. That, that would be speak volumes and that would inspire me a lot. All right, everybody, welcome back to Run the Layers. I'm your host, Creative Bobby, and I am with my friend, author extraordinaire, creativity connoisseur, TJ Tooley. TJ, how are you doing, my friend? I am, I am great. It's a pleasure to be on Run the Layers, and pleasure, as always, to be with you, my creative counterpart. Listen, I just be doing little things, little this and that, little that and this. Um, I wanted to have you on the show because... You, well, one, we are a part, we are half of another podcast called Everyone and Their Brother. And so that kind of helped me, inspire me to actually try podcasting, like, you know, twice, but hey, the second time it's going to stick. Um, but you are a writer and you have your own podcast called For the Love Story, where you do your, you, you audio basically audiobooks of your own writings and i wanted to have you on to kind of get your take on creativity and kind of talk about some of the projects you've done some of the projects you want to do so the first question that i have for you is what do you when you think of creativity what does that mean to you i think creativity is such a cool concept just the the concept of creativity by itself it's something that means something different to every person that you ask and that's what i think makes it special i think creativity is the ability to look at something ordinary and see something that other people don't whether that be the blank page the blank document the you know music notes in your head uh the story that you're telling yourself in your brain that you put on paper or, you know, other things, woodworking, um, penmanship, or for the people who make TV shows and movies, like the cinematography, the angles, the cameras, someone who can see something that other people don't and putting their own personal touch on it. Mm, I like that. I like that definition a lot. Because it's, like, it's all about that, like, that personal touch, because nobody's going to see it exactly the way you see it. And that's yeah. like with any kind of thing in any walk of life. So, um, I, in the introduction, I kind of talked about this a little bit, but in your own words, how are you using creativity in your life? Well, I started off, you know, you mentioned that we're half of a podcast, uh, everyone and their brother podcast, and I use, you know, creativity in helping to come up with the episode types we do, contributing to each episode as an on-air host or co-host. Um, I do uh, the editing and the uploading. And so just using different facets of my creativity to bring that show to life and to the 100th episode that we just did, 101st episode that is going live as of this recording tomorrow. And I also, you know, you mentioned my podcast, For the Love of Story. Um, I am, I, I like to say I am a storyteller. I, I love telling stories, whether that be written or just, you know, talking to someone, kind of doing the oral history style of telling a story. And I like 
I like to think of myself as being creative in my author endeavors and trying to write a book on top of everything I've done on For the Love of Story. You know, my whole future with books that I want to publish, like I'm, I'm working towards having a tangible book that I can hold in my hands and sell, and sell to people. Like, I think that that's really cool. And so that's where I am using most of my creativity uh, today. That's nice. I dig it. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of your work, as you know, and I will continue to tell you because I am a supporter of yours. Um, and with it's it's funny that you bring up like talking about the story and you just finished Leapers, which is a 12 part epic saga that started out. It was just going to be four parts and it turned into a 12 part series. And that's one of the things like creativity a lot of times uses a lot of your imagination and you have one of the best imaginations of anybody I know. So it's definitely great to see you kind of applying that. And like, you are one of the people that is doing what I want everybody to do, which is just like tap into creativity and kind of share that with the world. Because as, as well, you can't relate to this part that I'm about to say, but sometimes I get in my own head and I'm like, all these ideas, but then sometimes you don't want to put it out because you're like afraid of, well, I'm probably not going to be able to execute it the way I see it in my head. Or what if uh, it doesn't get the reaction that I want? Or, and sometimes it's a paralysis of you have so many ideas, you don't know which one is the quote unquote right one to do. Um, I know you can't speak to this, but yeah, that's not been my experience at all to relate to what I'm saying. And like, what, (laughs) what kind of advice would you give someone such as myself that's dealing with that? Well, you know, like you said, I can't relate to that at all. I definitely don't have ideas that I just haven't written yet or ideas that I have written that I'm just sitting on. That's, that's not my my situation at all but if it was i I would maybe tell myself (laughs) and others who may be struggling with this that you know it's never going to be as good as you want it to be in your head it's probably already that good you are just your own worst critic Mm -hmm. and the only way that you can grow in whatever field you're trying to do is to put something out there and then you know, hold yourself to your own level. If you put something out there and you're like, I think I could do better, challenge yourself, go for it. You got to do it and listen to feedback, you know, um, ask your, ask your friends in your trusted, you know, circle for any advice they have, genuine feedback, because, you know, you've got to surround yourself with people who are willing to give honest feedback um, and not just kind of, you know, give you what you, what they think you want to hear, you know, like that's that's something that's really it's really nice to be uplifted but there's a way to do that positively and so kind of to give a little get a little you know do that as well for your friends and your fellow creatives if you're wanting that kind of interaction with other people you got to be willing to do that too and so if you think something's not good and you put it out there ask people and then when people ask you for your, your opinion, don't just be like, oh, yeah, it's, it's great, man. Like, you know, t- talk about what you like, what you don't like, what, or, you know, maybe don't be harsh, but maybe be like, you know, I didn't like this part as much, or maybe this part could have been just a little bit better. And then through that community, that interaction, 
everybody will get a little bit better. And then you will become a little bit more confident in what you're doing um, bit by bit, piece by piece, until eventually maybe you do like what you're putting out and you are more confident with it. Um, for me in particular, I, I, like you said, I, the Leaper story that I put out on For the Love of Story podcast, that was supposed to be a four-part series that was going to be done uh, four weeks in a row in February. And it blossomed into an entire book that I'm working on actually publishing, which is crazy. Um, but the first four parts, I, I didn't think it was that good. I really didn't. And the next four that I did were, I thought were a little bit more complex, a little bit more mature and like what I was trying to do. And then the last, the last four that I did, I was actually really proud of. And I took advice people were telling me. I took um, my own critiques and the things that I wanted to do. I took those to heart. And now that I'm putting into book form and doing rewrites here and there, I think that the product I'm going to put out is going to be that much better for it. Mm. I like that. I like that. And I like that it's like you're building towards having that tangible book and, and putting, putting yourself out there. Like that's really, and I talk about this a lot um, publicly and privately about like, once you decide you're going to create something and you put it out, like you're instantly shifting yourself into a whole new realm, a whole new group, because a lot of people have things that they want to do, but they don't put it out. And some people have them already like done and just sitting there and they're just not, and they're just not putting it out because they fear of what the reaction is going to be or something like that. And taking that critique and, that, and having that feedback, like, like you said, you want people that are going to be like, going to tell you why they like something or tell you things that you can improve. You, you don't want people to be like, Hey, that's great. And just move on. You want, you want people that, that actually care. And, I like that you talked about having like a circle and I feel like that's very important to have like a circle of people that you not only trust, but they care about you, but they also care about like the art that you're creating. So they, they're going to do, they're going to support you. And part of the inspiration for me doing this podcast and uh, doing the blog and the video is like doing things that encourage people, you know, that, you know, that inspire people to do the thing. And a lot of times with me, my thing was kind of like an imposter syndrome type thing where it's like, well, I'm not qualified to teach anybody anything. I still don't think I'm, you know, I'm working on that. I'm, I'm working on that. Like I learned how to take compliments like two, three years ago, and it's, but it's still like a <laughs> conscious effort, but you kind of like, well, you think when you think inspiration, you're thinking of people that you've put on that you yourself have put on a pedestal. So you're like, well, I'm not them, so I can't inspire anybody. But just the fact that you put out this podcast and just the fact that you come, you finished. And I told you about like, it's something about finishing something you set out to do that really empowers you and empowers the people that are watching you. Because just the fact that you, went from the beginning middle and end and you finish something like that's very important like that that's very important um and speaking of creating things i want to ask you these two questions kind of together so what is your favorite creation by someone else and what's the what's your favorite creation by you those are those are two big questions aren't they um there's so favorite creation by someone else there's i want to look at it through like 
different levels, right? Like there's the like super popular, well-known level. And then there's like the more personal level um, for the bigger, grander overall level. I would say that I, I like um, just the detective comics and what they did with Marvel comics in the past, you know, uh, the DC comics brand and Marvel comics brand, like the way that they told stories originally, especially with DC, those were like comic strips that you would find in the newspaper. They weren't supposed to be these really big graphic novels and big events with crossovers and all these crazy things with some characters that really, when you look at it, a lot of those characters that you'll see being written new characters today are based on a lot of archetypes that were originated back then. And, you know, even like Marvel Comics kind of was inspired by some of those characters and then vice versa. And they kind of worked off of each other, played off of each other. And the way that the world of comics has kind of evolved over time and has kind of inspired others. And um, I, I, you use this phrase on our everyone their brother podcast at one point is like the, the uh, creative babies that you can see like oh this was inspired by these people and this like all these things were influenced by this that's something i aspire to do i want to be in the the kind of world where people will be able to recognize something that i did and be inspired by it to create something similar something different but in the same vein um i would also hold up something like the um, the wizarding world and the Harry Potter stuff. Um, creator aside, um, there's the way that the world has kind of taken on a life of its own and the way that the fandom has kind of come together in so many ways to create cool things like different apps and different games. There's Quidditch clubs on college campuses from a game that was created in a person's brain. That is something that I think is incredible and that is something that if I'm ever if I can even scrape a little bit of that like world and experience, if people can read my books and my stories and be inspired to do stuff like that, that's the dream. That's the dream. Um, but on a, on a more personal level, um, my favorite, one of my favorite creations by someone else um, would probably be your, one of your things, um, your, Fiction City logos, your Fiction City brands, especially the Pawnee that you did. Um, it's just, it's your specific view of something, the way that you saw Pawnee, the way you saw Central City and brought your individual talents to, to that. Like I could write a story set in those worlds. That's, the, that's what I can bring to the table as a writer. And that's my creative gifts. You as a designer of logos and icons was able to, do a whole branding for a city and create a font like that's that is challenging yourself that is going above and beyond to do something for you and for others to enjoy that share that fandom because parks and rec is amazing and so i, I have to say that is one of my favorite things you've done recently and it looks cool <laughs> <laughs> had to throw that in there Listen, I told Justin this in the last episode. I'm going to tell you this. This podcast is to gas y'all up, gas my <laughs> friends up. Y'all don't need to be coming on here trying to gas me up. Get out of here with that, you know? So Let's duck out. <laughs> and yeah, get out of here. So, so your, what's your favorite creation by you, though? Like, would you mm. say Leapers right now is your crowning achievement or is it something else? 
Yeah, I, I think it, it has to be. It's, you know, this was supposed to be, you know, the, the podcast was created for the Love of Story podcast when I started it was supposed to be this exercise, this tool to cure my writer's block from writing a completely different book. And I was able to use writing prompts and do all these different things. Like it kind of evolved and took on a life of its own and then it became way too much and then it stopped. <laughs> and then I came back and I was like, we're gonna get back to the roots. This is only gonna be a podcast where I share my original writings when I'm ready to publish them. And I came out with the author, which I, I would, would have said for a while was going to be the thing I was most proud of. It was a character study of myself. <laughs> it was a deep dive into insecurities. And like I put a lot of myself out there in ways that I was not super comfortable doing originally. Um, and I created fun characters with it. And I, there may be more to explore with that, but I took what I learned from my first attempts at writing a book, some of the stories that I'd written for For the Love of Story, and some of the stuff that I learned from the author through some other stories that I learned to come up with this fun concept for Leap Year Day. It was going to be four parts and that was it. It was just, that was going to be it. But I realized that I had more story to tell there and that the world was bigger than I thought. And now I've finished a book, which is something I want, I put on my New Year's resolution for the last like three years. And then because I was unrealistic back then, <laughs> but that I've, I've been able to finish that and I've started writing the sequel. Like it's insane. It, I if you would have told me that I was going to write this story at the beginning of 2020, I would have, I would have laughed at you. I'd have said, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to publish this like, you know, short little, you know, short story. Like if you go back in the podcast in the initial descriptions for parts one through four, I called it a short story. <laughs> but then eight extra parts later, I was just calling it an original story because that's what it was. So I, I think, you know, for different reasons, Leapers may be the thing that gets me to publish my first book and possibly my first trilogy, you, you, yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, the, the author will hold a special place in my heart because that was, that I, those three parts are me on paper or in, in your ears because I haven't written it down yet. But <laughs> that's... Uh, or for people to see, but that's those two in particular, but Leapers right now is just taking on a life of its own. And I, it, it feels weird to say that like the characters feel like just people I know. That's, that's something I, I've always said with, um, I say everyone's a storyteller. And the reason I say that is, you know, if I was to tell you a story about, you know, my my wife, my wife, Kyla, or if I was going to tell you about my roommate, Isaiah, and you don't know them, if I was going to tell you about how we had a meal last night with uh, chicken that I cooked on the stove and cheesy potatoes and a salad that I mixed up in a new pampered chef bowl that we had, and we watched the Mulan movie on Disney Plus because my parents paid for it, none of that could be true or all of that could be true. And for someone who doesn't know those people and was not there, that is the same exact set of skills an author telling you a story with made up characters. And so everyone has that gift. Everyone has that talent there. And I, I, I love that. And I love seeing people realize like, yeah, I could write a book if I have the right idea because mm. I'm t I tell stories all the time. You go to any like place where kids are like a, you know, 
school, daycare, childcare, or like a baseball game and see some kids, the stories that they'll tell you, or if your holidays are coming up, talk to your little nieces, nephews, cousins, second cousins, whatever, all the kids are running around. The stories they'll tell you, they, they're real to them, but they're not real to you. And the only difference between real life and fiction is your mind. Mm. Mm. Dang, TJ, come on this podcast, getting all deep <laughs> and stuff like that, man. I do what I can. That's what's up, though. That's my line. Let me steal my line. Uh, <laughs> so what is something that you've wanted to create but haven't yet, and what's stopping you from doing so? Well, this would have been a much easier question to answer before Leapers, uh, <laughs> but um, I, I, do, I do want to... Uh, publish something. I told you um, one day that I want to hold a book written by myself in my hands. That is something I really want to do. Um, even, even if I'm not even selling that edition, if I just print one out for me, that's something that I'll be able to just tangibly have in my hands. That, that would be speak volumes and that would inspire me a lot. Um, steps I need to take to do that. I need to like look more into publishing, like either publishing houses or self-publishing routes. Um, there's different programs out there and schools of thought out there as to what to do. And I need to do what's best for me. And I'm going to spend some time looking into what the proper route forward is uh, for that. And while I'm doing that, I'm also gonna be writing the second book so that I can have more to offer when the time comes. So that's, that's a short-term goal there, but there's, there is a story I've been working on for a long time, and it involves different types of, I guess, genres, if you would. Um, it, and it's ambitious. It's a very ambitious story involving kind of the sci-fi fantasy and Westerns and kind of a more contemporary young adult like fantasy novel all combined and clashing into each other. Uh, I think you, Robert, had the chance to read like the first, like, I think first five or six chapters that I wrote, or maybe the first third of the book. And that's something that kind of took a back burner when, well, I hit writer's block and I wasn't able to write. And so For the Love of Story podcast was born. And so um, I want I want to re revisit that. I want to go back to that well. I want to write that story um, but I know that it's going to be, it's going to take a lot more because Leapers is grounded in a real world, whereas my other book, title TBD, <laughs> is, is it, the world, I'm building a world, like more so than just a world that's like ours. I am building a fantasy world. And that's something that I will always want to do until I've done it. And then from there, it'll just be growing it. So uh, I want to create that. I want to get farther in that book and um, to do so, I need to, you know, make the right time for it. I need to take my time with it to make sure I do it right and not just kind of throw random words at something that could be good. And I, and I need to believe in myself a little bit more. I need to trust that that's something that I want to do and tell myself that like, it's okay to have a first draft that's not good. You know, like you can grow, you can have different drafts and um, that is that is something that's on my horizon. While I'm going to try and publish Leapers first, and possibly the first couple books will be done, um, I do want I do want this, and I do want to work on my my fantasy book. Mm. That's that's 
the believing in yourself part is a lot of, honestly, it's a lot of people's answer to that question if they're being honest with themselves. It's just that lack of belief that they can do it. And for people like you and I, it can even be like, is that the right thing? Like I, like I talked about before, like, so you're like, you, you're worried about step 10 before you've even <laughs> taken the first step. You're like, man, step 10 looks like it's going to be a beast. So I don't know if I even want to want to start this thing. If I know, you know, step 10 is going to be very challenging or step 10 is like, I don't know how that's going to go, but believing in yourself. That doesn't sound like me. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, it's for, it's for the pod, TJ, it's for the pod. Right, know? right, right. So, right, so right. over here, pod. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, like that belief in yourself. And I feel mm -hmm. like, and that's why it's, it's so exciting for me to see my friends doing things like, like creating things because it's like, I know what that process is like mentally of going from, okay, I have an idea especially if it's an idea that is ambitious because mm -hmm. first it's the excitement and then it's the worry comes after that. It's like, wow, this is really cool. I did really cool. Wait a minute. <laughs> and I, should I do this? Can I do this? Like, can I do this? Like that'd be a good idea to like pass on to somebody else. Cause they, cause this person, that person, they're capable of this, but me though. Mm -hmm. And it's like having, taking it, getting out of your brain and putting it down on paper or making the art real. Now that's something that you can look at. Like with my blog, it's like I wrote a blog and I've written a lot of stuff on there, but you, now you have like an accumulation of things. And that's what I feel like you have with the podcast is you have an accumulation of episodes and you have things that you can pluck ideas from and expound upon like the author stories now and you can you can take that and expound upon each of those episodes like leapers you're doing sequels to leapers so it's like there's things and then the thing with leapers is you've created a world so now you can write stories within the world that you've created like you can write a story of someone who is witnessing an event that you've already written about, but from a different perspective. Because mm -hmm. like Marvel has done that a couple of times with some of their comics. I forget the name of it, but it's like, basically they do comic book series where it's like from the perspective of like normal humans, like, so it's like it's a big fight that happened. You're hearing from the journalists, or you're hearing from the people that witness that character fight that character, but you're getting like the real life perspective. Like the fact that you're, you've created an entire world for yourself that now you populate and you take care of, and you you're the nurturer. You you can farm that land. You know what I'm saying? I think that's really cool, and I want everybody, like within my sphere of influence, and everybody across the world to be able to take that idea and see it in real life and know that they're capable of that. So I just, I just want to say that I'm proud of you for, for doing that and, and finishing, finishing the race and then running more races. Thank you. Yeah. Your, your support means a lot. You, you've been such a key part of my writing endeavors. You know, I, 
I've said it before and I'll say it again, your art helps bring, bring my stories to life. You know, you have done right, um, art for For the Love of Story stuff. You're going to help me with the Leapers book when it gets here. Um, and, you know, going back to that author story that I was telling you about, you know, I, I love that that shows the collaborative process because I came to you with the idea. I told you what the heroes were going to be and then you designed the art and then I actually changed the look of one of my characters because of the art you did. And it's art influencing art. And I think that there's, I, I think that is art by itself in its purest, truest form. That is artistry, artiste. Hashtag truth, hashtag. Hashtag truth. <laughs> <laughs> Man, TJ, thank you for being on this podcast. You know, this run the layers thing was just, an idea and I'm just very happy that I have talented friends that are willing to come on the pod and pod with your boy, you know? So I just want you to tell the people where they can find you on the social media, tell the people where they can follow you. Uh, well, if you want to follow me individually and follow along with any progress that I'm making with non for the love of story stuff, uh, my personal Twitter is at TJ Tooley. I'm on Instagram at uh, Tuli TJ, and then uh, Facebook. I'm TJ Tuli. Um, but for for the love of story, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at for the love of story with the number four. Nice, nice. Thank you for coming out, and thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. And remember, as you go along in life, teach as you learn and inspire as you do. See you next time.